Oh my goodness, this nigga's still talking. My fault. I uh, I was trying to go through the go do the little uh, voice clearing uh thing again, you know. No, this is just the usual entrance, and it just did not work out all right. Okay, it did not work out all right. But welcome to the Just Talking Podcast. This is now, and this is a late one. A late one. All right. Going to try and do this yesterday. But then, a man, like things didn't even go out how I thought it would, all right, because I'd be working overnight. And, you know, I was like, when I got home from my overnight, I was like, all right, bet. About to go take a, take my, my sleep, wake up, record, maybe do a little bit of editing, maybe a little bit of gaming, it'll be fine. Didn't work out like that. I like maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then was woken up to go and help. And on that note, like it sucks too, because like on that note, my leg, with my, 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 I've been having knee issues, all right, for the past like few months. Like at first it was just ankle, to be fair. And the ankle one, it was getting better, and then like it stopped getting better, and then it became knee issues. And then I went to go and get that checked out, like both ankle and knee. I wouldn't recommend it. I recommend self-diagnosis at home because them niggas just took my money. <laughs> but, but I will say is that that just that just depends on what type of doctors you can find or you know, because Jesus Christ. Didn't say anything that I, that would help me, and didn't tell me anything I didn't fucking know. Like it was, it was the dumbest. But that's besides the point. I I go to work the day before, and I walk around. I walk a lot for work. I was I was feeling it that Wednesday, and I was all like, oh, it's not, it's not that bad today. Hey, my leg and shit, you know, and. <laughs> I'm doing that. And I decide, all right, bet. I'm not going to take a brace to work. Like, neither ankle nor knee. Because I'm like, I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it, like, free roll. All right? Kind of see how it is. And sure, there was some walking issues. You know? A nigga was, like, stumbling. Sometimes my foot wasn't turned, like, the correct way on my right. You know? Regular things, all right? Just the regular things. But nah, then got home, had to help out. And like, it, it wasn't even the fact that it was the quote unquote help out, bro. I'm just gonna leave it at this because I'm not gonna talk past this. But y'all niggas ever jumped out of a moving U Haul truck, like the back of it? Like, door, the, the, the truck, the, you were in the back. Somebody starts driving, like, like the, the storage container part. 20-foot truck, somebody starts driving. You ever jump out of that bitch? 
I'll say this. If you do, your knee's not gonna feel all right, all right? And like, there was like, I'll say this, there wasn't like shit in there like that, except wooden pallets, all those big wooden pallets. There was like three to five of them joints in there. I think it was three, because there was like two plastic ones in that bitch, and I, and I already threw thrown them out. So I'm pretty sure there was three. And like, it would, like if they were all flat, that would have been one thing. But I know I left like two standing on the wall, kind of, you know, kind of like leaned up against it. Because I wasn't expecting nobody to move right there. And like, me thinking about it now, I could have just held on to the wall. Though I don't think that would matter. I held on to the little like, I was inside holding on to the little handle that's like outside the U-Haul so niggas can like use it to like help themselves get in type shit. I should have been holding on to the wall because, you know, they got the little wooden plaques. You just grab onto them bitches. Nope. Didn't work how I thought it would. I'm flailing a little bit. I'm thinking. Driver gets to a stop sign. Doesn't really stop. Rolling stop. I wish it was a real stop. Wasn't. But at that moment, when I realized it wasn't going to be a full stop, I had to take my chance. But how have y'all been? All right. It's been the past good past few days for y'all. All right. Kenny Mason dropped something. Sexy Red dropped something. Um, let's talk about a little bit of the sexy red thing. Just a little bit. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think it was terrible. Not at all. Like, especially in terms of beat selection, mastering, a lot of those things. I thought it was pretty good. However, like, I, if I was going to give it something, I'd probably give it a four. Um, that's also included with the fact that it's not my taste of music. Um, preferably, I usually like something that's more lyrical or at least uh, story-driven, in a sense. Uh, so that just wasn't really my cup of tea. However, recently, Anthony Fantano, uh, I think his joint is called The Needle Drop. But, like, he released a uh, review on Sexy Red. And, like, gave it an eight. A strong eight as well. And look, while I'm okay with most people's things, it's just crazy because it, I've been critical of the Drake project and as well as Drake releases. I don't think it was better than Drake's release, especially with the deluxe. I don't think it was better than Ken Carson's release. And for some reason, he gave that like, what? Let me, let's see, what did he give Ken Carson's album? Fantano. Ken Carson. A Great Chaos. He gave it like, such a dumb... Hi, everyone. Hi, Anthony Drake, Drake Tano here, the internet's busiest music nerd. And it's, I don't know, maybe that's too much to ask. Did you love it? I'm sound like a... Actually, 
style would be nice or better performances, songwriting that's actually catchy, uh, mixing that's legitimately good. You know, maybe it doesn't just sound like a bass boosted YouTube poop, but I don't know. Maybe that's... And that's going to be hilarious. I'm trying to find the actual like rating he gave it, but he's just like, if he extended a name to Kendrick Carson and named the album to Great A Chaos, he would have given it a 10. The album was called Kids See Chaos. You would have given it a 10. Bass boost, boosted YouTube who unironically is one of the craziest things Fantano has said about an album. And I'm like... <sighs> That's too much to ask. I'm feeling a decent three on this one. A decent three. A decent three. Me personally, I did enjoy Ken Carson's album a bit more than uh, Sexy Reds. I think it's as good as a Drake album. Probably a five or a six to me. Like me personally. And again, I don't listen to that type of music. However, I would argue some of the things that you talked about for Sexy for, for Ken Carson could be applied to Sexy Reds album. Like I found you a hoe. I found doo-doo stains in your panties. Like, I don't, that's, I'll say this. She has catchy choruses and decent hooks for some of those. Like, her choruses are catchy, I guess. It's not like she's really, like, doing much for them, respectfully. But, yeah, she has catchy choruses. But, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's even check what he gave Drake's album. Fantano. Drake album and mind you i remember his taylor swift album rhythm he he dinged her for it being gen generic quote unquote and i'm gonna i'm gonna do both i'm gonna do both the for all your dogs hi everyone so that he's zantano here the horns a little bit and but first let's, let's see what the original for all the dogs one was he's drake uh rapping in a very monotonous repetitive fashion as he is kind of walking down memory lane recalling all of this stuff Again, did you realize how he noted repetitive fashion? Like, this, I, it's just a lack of real consistency for his takes that I have an issue with. Like, he'll say one thing, and then he'll say another thing. Is this, it doesn't even make any sense to me, personally. Stuff that he had to do or go through in order to get to where he is today. And the tone of this track is just kind of confusing to me because in so many ways even though things have panned out very positively for drake he still seems like really bitter about some of the stuff that has transpired in the past some of which doesn't even seem that bad or serious or you know even if you did take it as such wouldn't these be obstacles for you to sort of like overcome or you know just stuff that you had to move through in order to get to okay let's just get to whatever he rated it I don't care much about these individual songs and I'm trying to spend a little bit Add more time a little bit more time on the sexy red review personally vibe of the record they weigh it down they bog it down or just moments that are tacky and tasteless and just straight up terrible tacky tasteless straight up terrible something that's super subjective mind you Drake album is going to Drake album essentially at the end of the day and I'm not really sure if there's too much else to say about for all the dogs I'm feeling a strong five to a light six on this one strong five to a light six which I understand 
I felt like you were talking a lot about it to fucking say all that, but okay. It sounds like you're saying but fuck my This is for the dog scared. My ass. It's like one of those things that once you hear it, you can't like unhear it, which again, That's another example of when Drake- I would argue just read, like when stuff like that happened, I would argue reading the lyric while listening to the song would usually fix that for people. Unless you just want to keep hearing it like that, which respectfully, you got it, nigga. Gets angry and lashes out. It often ends in such a way where he's just sort of like stepping on a rake and then it just smacks him in the face. But yeah, that that's really all I think about these extras. I could give it a strong five. Is that fine? Position, have you? And then he asks, is that fine? Because he's... Probably still a little bit upset because of what Drake said to him. We might even watch a little bit of this Sean C one. Because I've seen Sean C um, posted a video and said, is Anthony Fantano out of touch? I, I will say, though, like, literally, I remember when Joey Badass was pressing him about his album. Because, see, the way he rates albums is so strange and bizarre to me. Like... I understand you want to try and keep somewhat of an objective lens to it. But like, even Joey Badass was saying, you felt like a different level of emotions from my album that it made you cry. But you still rated it lower than other albums that you didn't feel. And you and when Joey Badass was asking him, when, you, when albums are supposed to elicit emotions, bring things and do all that, how, how are you going to rate things down? based on what you think everybody should enjoy or what you think is right, what you think is the best. And for example, when he, when he was talking about Ken Carson's mixing and everything, I didn't have an issue with it because I remember when Kenny Mason, for example, released um, Angelic Hood Rat, I'm pretty sure, or, or something like that. I think it's Angelic uh, Hood Rat. And I was talking to one of my friends when it released and I was telling him that to tap in and everything. And he, he was all like, I don't know, the way it just sounds and everything. I was like, in my opinion, I was like, it sounds like he mixed it purposely like that. And I understand where some of the issues are. Because even some of the, to me, some of the songs end up becoming jarring. But I saw the potential of it. And, I, and from there, I was like, yo, this is going to be great. Because I, I could hear the other songs that he did perfectly and be like, yo, this is great. But I'm not going to get mad at somebody's, like, at their style specifically. Because at the end of the day, they know, like, they, quote unquote, the mixing is bad. No, that's how they wanted it to sound. Like, I, I don't, it's so weird how we, like, don't want to give, like, we act like artists, some artists don't have urgency, and then sometimes we act like they do. And again, I will say, sexy, like, if we're just talking about the beats and everything, but at that point, I don't know why we're judging the album. We can just judge a the beat tape then, huh? Like, I, I think, yeah. I think listening to the actual lyrics still matters. And in my opinion, Dolce does it better. Like, a better version of Sexy Red, in my opinion, is Dolce already. She's already here. She's already present. Hi, everyone. Wolf the Dean Meow Tiano here, the internet's busiest music nerd, and it's time for a... So, Wolf the Dean Meow Tiano. I mean, dog, you've been doing this for years, bro. At this point, you probably don't have too many other ones to work off of, but just mind you, all right, 
Drake has grown. You're grown too, nigga. Review of this new deluxe expand, expanded edition of Sexy Red's Hood Hottest Princess. Missouri rapper Sexy Red. It is not news that over the past five years, the ratio of women to men hitting it big in hip-hop has kind of been flipped on its head. The days of a single Lil' Kim or Nicki Minaj uh, dominating for female rappers in the mainstream for like an entire decade are over. You could even say now we're... To an extent, you might be able to argue that with uh, men as well, and just like just the diverse culture. I would also argue that a lot more men are less, or that I've seen, um, or at least that I follow, I'll say that. A lot more people are less inclined to be uh, jumping into the straight record uh, label route and all these other people, but and take independent. Uh, a lot more lyricists for sure. But I will say in general, I feel like I see, at least uh, of recently, there's been a lot more ladies that have been uh, taking that route, which isn't bad per se, because J. Cole joined the label. Like a lot of people, J Kendrick joined the label. A lot of people who ended up being greats of greats joined labels. And to an extent, you kind of have to to get to like see consistent tra traction and get your stuff pushed. However, I'm just putting that out there, at least um, from my observation anyways. We're reaching a point of saturation where a lot of new lady up-and-comers in hip-hop are just kind of copying what artists who have been on the leaderboard for a minute have been doing, uh, your Cardi B's, your Megan Thee Stallions. But even through all that noise, there have been some significant commercial breakthroughs, Ice Spice probably being the biggest of them. But if there's a second major success story to come out of 2023 for women in rap, it is most definitely Sexy Red, who's been on an absolutely unstoppable run of viral singles where she seems to strike gold like every time. Whether it's the vulgar and ridiculous Pound Town or a ski and infectious call and response anthem, but there's actually more to Sexy Red than just a few flu singles. Cause in a lot of ways, she's kind of the total package, which I know sounds ridiculous to your average rap snob who would most likely take one look at her bars and just scoff. Cause yeah, she's no lyrical miracle, but personally I'll take style, attitude, sense of humor, song structure. Style. Okay, our whatever structure and some really good hooks over a technical spitter. Anyway. Really good. Okay, okay. Dang. And Sexy Red has all that and doesn't go a single song in this now 22 track project uh, without at least an attempt at a banger chorus. Furthermore, a lot of what's here is kind of proof of how simplicity reigns supreme when it comes to a lot of these southern hip hop and trap sounds. And that a loud and bold personality goes a long way with this type of stuff, with her almost squawky and instantly recognizable voice, which definitely makes her stand. All right, so what'd you put, Kate? What, what, what's Key Glock's rating? Mm -hmm. what, what, what is the Key Glock album? What is Dumb and Dumber rated on you? What is Young Dolph's ratings? Oh, uh, hi, everyone. No, no, no. I'm just, I, I, just, I, just, I just want to make sure that we're being consistent. Because if you like this, the simplicity, if you like this type of stuff, I hope that you've been keeping it consistent. What have you been given, 42 Dub? What have you been given, G Herbo? That's my question. So if I look and these and these people aren't like at least passing five, and you can't give me any good like, because Key Glock, I would argue, and Glaucoma, like the more recent ones, are we going to say? I'm I'm curious. What did he uh, give Glaucoma? Hi, Glaucoma. 
lose steam and these extra tracks really fail to add more to the album because it's not like this is a super versatile or dynamic record to begin with when you're listening to this album with key glock what you hear on the surface is pretty much what you get which means a kind of dry and underproduced cut uh, like presidential rolex or a song like last man standing where he's not adding that much to the record lyrically uh, yeah Oh, but Key Glock has to add to the record lyrically. Yeah, these moments feel a little redundant. And Lean has Redundant? Well, I do like the vibe of that track. You know, considering how much drinking cough syrup <laughs> uh, kind of plays into this record as a theme, a song titled that, that, you know, could have been like maybe a little self-reflective about the whole thing, would have been a nice change of pace. This is what and this is what I'm talking about. What is what? So now we want niggas to be lyrical miracles. We want niggas to be reflective. That's what we want from niggas now. Mind you, this review was four months ago. Oh, but he gave her he gave him a light eight. But that song doesn't even kind of make the problem. Understand his ratings then. To a light eight on Hey, okay, okay. Then maybe Anthony. Fantano just likes trap. I get it now. I get it. I finally get it. He he just likes well-produced trap beats. Mind you, this this did better than and this is Fantano's biggest hater. Putting it on screen. Oh, maybe one day these podcast videos will come out. Good to know that Sexy Red dropped an album better than Astro World. Damn. Blonde. Utopia. Quarantana. Um, damn, how am I? MD, MBDTF, yeah. More, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. No, thank you. Guts. Let's start here. The Life of Pablo. Donda. Call me if you get lost. 444. Scrim Life 2. Scrim Life 3, I'm pretty sure. Savage Mode 2. Culture. Every Metro Blooming album. Every ASAP Rocky album, which, uh, Every Lil Uzi Vert album, that's kind of crazy. Every J. Cole album, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Every Pusha T album, I can see some. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, argument, going by just his arguments, I can kind of see it. Wait, wait, wait. And that, that's my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasies. <laughs> I thought about it after I said the Pusha T. I was like, wait, wait, wait. M MB. MBDTF is my beautiful Dr. Susanna. Yeah. Okay. Every future album, which I'm definitely arguing. And every little Wayne album, I think this nigga is completely wrong. But um that and that's what he rated it as. And there was a I I wish I freaking find the other thing. It was so weird because like on Twitter. He tried to justify his rating to people in like two ways. One was when somebody was talking about the Ken Carson album. And let me make sure I if I can even find it before I, I try. Yeah, I, I guess I can't find it. But for example, the uh, he was all like he just hated on like just the way it was like Matt. It was done, I guess. He just didn't like 
the sound of it. And that, look, that's okay, but be mindful of that. And then he didn't like the... He, he, he literally just said Ken Carson's album was not mastered correctly. He said it was like terrible beats. And, and look, if you don't like this selection, you like this selection. I can't say much more on that. You're not an opium fan. I get it. I get it. However, and then he was all like, uh, he said, in like, in the response, he was say, he was getting mad saying that you guys get mad when women rappers talk about stuff that male rappers talk about. And look, I'm going to say this. There's a little, there's a little bit of a different level. Now, if you want to tell me that art, both of them are arguably damaging to communities and to like society. Yes, I agree. And I can hear that. I don't believe that like sexy red talking about fucking his baby daddy. And then like fucking other guys. And then that guy has to be careful because the baby daddy's crazy and he's going to kill me. I don't think that's any, like any worse than fucking than rapper if arguably it might be a little bit better than rappers talking about killing stealing drug drug life and all that stuff i'm gonna be honest it might be better than key glock talking about cough syrup all of glaucoma but that shit was hard that shit was a little bit harder now again i actually liked sexy red's beats the beat selection all that was great argue that her voice didn't like on every track didn't sound good I he he I, I remember one of the things for Ken Carson. He was talking about Ken Carson's raps off beat. I listened to some of those songs on her album. She did the same thing. He gave her points for trying on choruses. I'm not and look, like I said, now that I know that he gave Glaucoma the same exact basically the same score, I'm not really that mad at his rating anymore. I'm more surprised at this that of how he sells himself. He's a, he likes trap. You like trap beats, bro. That's cool. Makes sense that you're not you're not fucking with the rockers like that, man. It makes sense. I can't be mad. However, if you're gonna sit here and try and tell me that this is anywhere close to the forever story, got me fucked up. I'm sorry choices but this album also functions as a tribute to the long-running history of more left field and conscious style hip-hop albums but now just delivering a lot of those thoughts and ideas in only the way an artist of jid's generation could feeling a decent too strong nine on this one train see see this album was transcendent decent to strong nine this album was transcendent even he knows it uh, he can't he can't deny it not the diet. That is the forever story. All right, dance now. Dance. 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 Dance now. Dance. Dance. Now, again, a little bit of a Kenny Mason interlude. All right, Pulp Fiction. Before we talk about the next next author. All right. But, but I guess to wrap it up, and look, let me... Let, let's let's at least try and see that Sean C video of Fantano. Um, talking to Sean C and then right here, I'm not gonna watch it all. It's a 44 minutes, so definitely not gonna watch it all. 
Now, one dude sit, hit me up on a message, right? And he said, yo, Sean, I need you to watch this video. It's about Fantano, and he is being criticized by this dude. And I feel like you need to watch it because all this dude's criticisms apply to you, too. You old as f which isn't true. Um, you only listen to lyrical, spiritual sh which also isn't true. You want every rapper that comes out of opium to be Nas, which also isn't true. So I feel like I'm going to have a lot to say mm. about whatever this video is supposed to be. And I'm also going to be on a defensive nine times out of ten. I always end up walking away being attacked from something. So I feel like it's in my best interest to watch it's this now and debunk everything that's said. Hopefully his points don't make me look crazy, okay? So without further ado, let me hear what he's talking about. And I'm going to dismantle him. That's all I'm going to say. It, I also think it's crazy that nigga said Sean C is old as fuck. I don't... This man might not even be old, as old as my brother. This fuck is crazy. 1995. He's like one... He's like as old as my brother type shit. 28. Yeah, like... This nigga's not that old, bro. God damn. <laughs> I won't lie. This nigga hit the unk charges, though. That nigga's an unk, though. Once you're 25, 26, you were unk, bruh. Yeah, damn. Unk for sure. Even on even them niggas on that are 24. You you leading our unk for some of them. I might call you unk. I, you, I was telling my cousin, bro. It was his birthday recently. That's unk. <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga was like, hey, aren't you aren't you looking at age of me? I'm like, nope. No, no, no. You old as fuck, man. That's all you. Take that for yourself. That's not spitting. That's not spitting. He's not. I'm gonna dismantle him. That's all I'm gonna say. That's not spitting. That's not. Oh, spitting. he's, he's not spitting. Cooking, me. Not, cooking none, you about that and that nigga being old. Literally, none of that's true. I mean, you little old. Oh <laughs> Let me stop. That's oh, not that. true. Oh, that. My thoughts on him personally. You know, he's cool. He's all right. I just think he's a little out of touch with modern day rap music. And I'd be lying if I said this was a recent realization. He's been losing me since he gave X's album a tip. And respect. Okay, so look. Right, that being the first thing, that being the first thing is crazy, because if that's the basis for what when someone start losing you, that being the album, yeah, to make you side eye somebody when they say yeah. that's that album, I'm gonna be like, oh well, then now I'm side eyeing you. Yeah, that he he's out of touch with an entire generation because he didn't like, and that that's why I was like, that's why I had to go and look through his other like recent album ratings because I'm like, I don't think he's, I I just don't think he's like a saw like. Unless so you're doing it like something like Jid, the the what he like what he wants is mostly just trap beats. Well, like he just he's really just a beat nigga now, and he wants trap beats for real. He wants trap beat. He wants catchy trap beats. I don't know. Like I can't at that point. I can't. I can't say nothing about him. It's 2023, and this man wants rappers to make songs in MLA format. His recent ratings on these newer age rappers and rap albums are simply being critiqued from somebody who doesn't understand the current state of hip hop. Now, before you say music subjective, what do you mean? This is what I mean. We know. I mean, I'll say this. He also denoted, like he says, like we all say music is subjective, but then he he tries to quote unquote be objective, and that's my issue. Like that's why I always be like, even when me and Nigel, which un unfortunately that was my fault, we did a whole like last year. Top 10 albums, we both told, gave each other, like, we both gave our individual list, and that episode ended up flopping just because I fucked up with the sound and everything, and I, I, I'm so, like, that was a perfect episode. We were also watching the Cowboys game. Go Cowboys! We the boys! But we were also watching the Cowboys game, and it was, golly, 
It was a perfect episode, I'm, I might add. But I just fucked it up. <laughs> but like that's why I was like, I wasn't I wasn't like pressed on like both both of us coming up with one list together. I'd rather him just tell me what his top ten albums was and I say what my top ten albums were. And we just talk about like them. We talk about some of those out al- like some of those albums that either of us had hadn't even heard. I hadn't listened to the Yeet album at that time. We both had the Denzel Curry album, number five, like funny enough. But then like other parts of our list were just completely different. So it was just, it was just an interesting, like nice thing. So I don't, that's why I'm, I'm never going to come up to people and be like, yeah, that's, like I'll look, I'll say in my opinion, I don't fuck with it. That's trash and shit like that. But I'm not going to be pressing niggas over their music opinions. I might side eye you a little bit, look you up and down. But besides that, no. Nah. That is such dick. That is such dick. Suck. Exactly. What do you mean? This is what I mean. Right here. We know Anthony grew up in a whole. That is such dick. Suck. Okay. That is such dick. Suck, Sean. My fault. <laughs> that is such dick. Suck. I was in there. I was in there for the ideal image of rap. Isn't the same as people in our generation. And in most of his reviews, I actually see out of eye with him. Oh, that's funny. Saying, but I just feel like. Wait, you see eye to eye with him from a lot of his reviews, but you still count him as out of touch? And this is what I'm saying. Like, some people who criticize him, I can't really, because, like, you you guys sound dumb as fuck, too. But, like, Jesus Christ. As if with modern-day rappers, he doesn't really understand what they're even trying to sound like. And anytime he hears something that doesn't sound good to him, he'll bash that artist. Meanwhile, he's rating a project with a whole different rubric than that artist is following. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'll say that. I need you to explain to me specifically. And, and, and that's what I was kind of getting to. Um, I've seen like some of the some things say that his rating for Sexy Red is also based on what on the album that he's rate, like the fact that it's just her first album and all that. And I'm like, and oh, and it's a female rapper, and oh yeah, I'm, he's grading it for what it's supposed to be like and what it's supposed to sound like. And I'm like, okay, but you're not giving that same nod to other projects. You are criticizing like Ken Carson's album for how it sounds, not trying to understand why it sounds like that. Like I, I watched like a TikTok video of some guy who was literally like going into the ins and out of why there were certain crescendos and stuff in certain parts of Ken's album. And I was like, yeah, even in my opinion, he's thinking he might be thinking too much about it. But I don't have I don't know the artist's intention. The point the point of like music and art is trying is to an extent trying to decipher that. So I'm not I'm not here getting like I don't I don't understand. I do like he does indeed have different rubrics, which is why I immediately was like, oh, he likes trap beats. Cause I we have to we have to sit there and be like, what type of music is he looking for? When he's not looking for something that's a lyrical miracle, he's only looking for beats, I guess. When he's looking at stuff that's lyric too lyrical miracle, he also wants people to have emotions because he doesn't like reason. He doesn't like a pure monotone thing. Like he, there are certain things where he's like, all right, this makes up for this, I guess. But it doesn't. he's not really like applying it like around the board. He's just making his own kind of thing as he goes on. Which rubric, the artist in question that he may have negatively reviewed, um, which rubric they're following? Because nine times out of ten, when people say, oh, that's not even what they were going for, they never say what the artist is going for. They're just like, oh, they're not trying to be this? Um... So that just leaves the door open. And for me, I would, for me, um, not to interrupt this nigga, like for Ken Carson specifically, 
I would argue that it's a little bit, it's a more of a rocker album. And it's just like a rocker uh, hip hop alternative album to the point where, and I'll, I'll say I, I've gotten more used to it because of Ken, uh, Kenny Mason and whatnot. But that's just what people are looking towards. And there's so much like unintentional ambiguity that the fans throw or gloss over the artist to protect them or shield them from any type of criticism. I agree. Meanwhile, it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to decipher what this dude's trying to go for if he's giving me nothing? Uh, and I, I'll give you that. Nigga, and, I, and this is what blows me with dick. Like, dog, I, I'm going to stand on, uh, on whatever business. I don't think he got one of the best review joints. He got a review channel. He got a popular one. He got one that a lot of people follow. He's been doing this shit for a long time. He's been doing. He's been pushing out con content cons consistency, and he's been he's been around numbers at times. And more specifically, like, the underground scene. I'm just trying to warn y'all because the second this dude starts getting really deep into it, he's about to be disgusted with the whole thing. But it's because his rating system doesn't really apply to the underground scene. And after watching a whole bunch of these, listen, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that means either. Stay away from this new generation. <laughs> you created a great channel. You've been reviewing content for over a decade now. But just please cut the underground rappers or just older rappers for that matter that came out after 2016. Because if you're a grown man here in Destroy Lonely or back in the day when he was a grown man here in NAD for the first time, your reaction is going to be different than me when I was in high school bumping it with my boys. Because no matter what you put on, we're going to be rocking with it. So I mean, that what? doesn't immediately yeah. mean you're listening too good. Yeah, I don't know what you, you had a time in your life where. The yeah, that's just nostalgia. That you there are games that are like arguably bad, like. Legacy of Goku. I was talking about it last podcast, I'm pretty sure. Legacy of Goku is like... or No, no, no. I won't even say that. Dragon Ball Z Sagas. I didn't know people didn't like that game until I was like over 16 to 17 years old. I... That was one of my favorite Dragon Ball Z games growing up. A Dragon Ball Z multiplayer co-op that allowed me to go through the story with my family, with my brothers, with my cousins. That allowed me to have a RPGs system where we're getting skills. I fucking love that. But that was apparently one of the worst Dragon Ball Z games ever to people. So I, I'm not gonna like, I, I definitely like nostalgia boosting is crazy. And even I tried replaying Dragon Ball Z sagas and Jesus Christ, was the, like movement and everything. It was, I I know I understand what where people were getting with it. The clunkiness is just, and the stiffness of like when they're punching and kicking sometimes. But dog, it was it was, it was great. I loved playing it when I was younger. Consider great by whatever rubric that you're using to judge them off of, were backdrops to your childhood or your adolescence. Like, okay, I used to listen to I used to listen to what the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. The wheels on the bus go round and round. That was tough when I was five. I had songs from them that were in my that were in my rotation when I was a kid. That doesn't mean the songs were great because oh shit, I'm 11 or 12 years old and I like uh, loosen up my fucking buttons. Like who, gives a to hang it up. <laughs> who cares what you listen to when you was in high school? If it's good, then people are gonna say it's it's good. You know what, what I mean? I'm saying yeah. Let's I don't... talk about some of his recent reviews. Now I'll start with a mainstream artist, not even an underground artist. I'm gonna start with Gunna's recent tape. So as most of us know, you know, Gunna had to spend a year in jail because the Rico came out. Some say okay. he did, some say he didn't. He dropped the tape, and it went crazy. The tape was called The Gift and a Curse. That tape okay. is so well received. JJ, appreciate the sub. Seven ass done, work me up, though. <laughs> that people put to the side that he might have snitched. But what did Anthony break this tape? I put that to the side, too. Yeah, I, I thought it was decent. I didn't care. A whole ass one. 
even one is crazy. This is at least a five, bro. What the hell? But you know, it's not even the one that's crazy. It's what he's. And I also, like I said, this is why we stopped doing number ratings because people get hung up on the number ratings and not what you say about the record. But he seems to be about to go into what he said about the record too. So let me see. I get defending your phase, but so far his argument is just old heads be hating, which isn't really true for Fantano says that shows how truly out of touch he is but in reality gunna actually has some options here first off he could say you know what i'm out i'm done i got out of this thing by the skin of my teeth and there's now too much baggage and negativity attached to this whole you know music thing i'm gonna start hey. fresh do something else bro wants gonna to go to college and pursue a different career why would gonna give up on music i'm being so real that's not even a thought of mine Okay, now it does sound crazy, right? Out to tell context. somebody as successful as Gunna yeah. to basically hang it up, you know, and do something. I gotta else. have context but for that one. You gotta person. realize a lot. My, like, I would need to have the context because, like, that's a very weird outtake. Like, are you saying for him to give it up because it was that bad to you? Or are you saying, like, what are you telling Gunna? Why are you telling Gunna to give it up? Large majority of what these dudes be talking about in their songs from a mainstream perspective is like self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff that they're talking about, and he goes into even the lead single for Gift and a Curse, was him going back at people for talking about him snitching. And it's like, you can't make me, you can't make the album's core be this melodramatic plea to the public to see you as like a victim to something that you kind of involved yourself in as opposed to just saying, you know, if it's that big of a deal, then maybe you should do anything else. Like, if you should, maybe you shouldn't even be talking about this. Because I don't look at Gunna and I'm like, oh, damn, that's crazy. Like, you actually, like, damn, you really, like, you really going through it. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. You made millions of dollars already making music that I personally don't think is that creative. Although I'm not going to debate whether or not it's catchy because I, I got some songs from Gunna that I think are catchy. I know his core fan base love a lot of his music. That's what I'm but saying. it's just the whole, like... Don't make this a central theme of your record, you being the victim, even though you're not. And then... Okay, but... And to that... And the, I guess this is what I have issue when people talk about content. Why? So how do you... Like, how do you guys want certain people to tell their stories? And, like, this, this is, I guess, we can kind of even get into the Drake stuff or the Drake album. Um, I know a lot of people, myself included, but I've always been like a little bit on the content context for that matter. But like, know what people want them to say, and and not even just Sean T C because he's also been on the same Drake point. I'm pretty sure Anthony Fantano as well, but like. I don't know like if he's making an album and he's quote-unquote responding to his quote-unquote haters would he not be would he not see himself as a victim like if the like if it's in his head uh like you can say it's propaganda and whatnot or, or whatever the fuck but like if it's his interpretation i don't know if i'm gonna be that mad at it and i guess that that's really what i've been getting to like I can ding him for for the content, but ding him to a one for it when we like everybody else can arguably like say there was like and he was giving sexy red the benefit of the doubt with like catchy stuff and everything. I don't a one is a bit crazy to me on that note, but it's whatever. I might watch the rest of this video on my own time. 
But I think I basically got the gist of it. I'd rather just kind of go into the Game Awards. Start talking about that now. So uh, let's start doing that. Put a little bit of fiction. Silver light in the streets. You the finest tonight at a scene. The sight of me sighted the scene. Ride with me. I won't fuck with nobody but you. Don't fuck with nobody but me. We can make pulp fiction. I got vitamin C. Fire on the side of the sea. Yeah. Energy too strong. Throwing two birds in a pig. I'm too strong. Ooh, bro. This is what I'm saying. Like, like after you get the... You get all those mixes right, it's just amazing. But um, we're gonna go, we're gonna do this quick recap and then we're gonna talk about some of the trailers. Like I really wanna talk about that um that one trailer. But uh the Senkai <laughs> we just talk about Dragon Ball games. But um the biggest takeaway and full winners from the game awards. Voters Gate 3 had an outstanding night at the Game Awards. This is NPR.org. Not only was it crowned Game of the Year, the Dungeons & Dragons Epic won Best RPG, Best Community Support, Best Multiplayer, the Player's Voice Award, and one of its actors, Neil Newbon, won Best Performance. I also heard Alan Wake 2 was also second behind. Shout out Mighty Keith, because he called both of those. I, every, I feel like a majority of people called Voters Gate 3, Alan Wake 2 was the one that people were like, eh, is it going to be Alan Wake that's going to be second in line? Or Spider-Man, it was Alan Wake 2. So Real Horror Adventure Alan Wake 2 followed closely behind picking up the best directing, best narrative, and best art direction. But it also stole the show with a live musical number featuring the game's stars and creator Sam Lake performing interpretive dance to a heavy metal accompaniment. We might watch that. <laughs> might watch a little bit of that. That wasn't the only bonkers moment of the night. Hideo Ki Koji Kojima and Jordan Peele stepped out from a fog shrouded door to announce a new collaboration called OD. Matthew McConaughey, Timothy Chalamet, shout out Jose, because I know that nigga loves him. Simu Liu, Simu Lee, and Anthony Mackie, and stars from the upcoming Fallout TV show rotated on and off stage to plug their game-related projects and present awards. Live Orchestra played a brand new song from the upcoming Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which incidentally also won the most anticipated game category. VTuber Iron Mouse accepted the Content Creator of the Year award in the character as Animated Demon Queen, and Muppet Gonzo joined awards founder and host G. Uh, G. Uh, uh, I always fucking G. Uh, Kingly to reminate. On Chasing Chickens on Best Action Adventure Winner, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. But before we get to the rest of the highlights, more di some disclosure. NPR is... Oh, okay, I'm skipping that. Other announcements. Matthew McConaughey touted Exodus, which resembles Mass Effect with interstellar flourishes. Capcom releases the new Monster Hunter series game, Monster Hunter Wilds, with the new trailer. It is set for 2025 release. The minds behind Persona 3, 4, and 5 Trotted out a new fantasy JRPG called Metaphor uh, Refenzil. Arcane Leon, the creators of Deathloop and Dishonored. Dishonored was good. Announced the game set in Paris based on Marvel's Vampire. Oh, this is the Blade. This is the Blade game that I've been hearing about. No Man's Sky developer Sean Mary released Light No Fire, an upcoming open world title pitch 
as a procedural fantasy in unexplored Earth. Hey, we don't need more open world unless you're going to try and fill up the world. I understand that's going to be hard, but always having these worlds that are empty, people aren't liking them. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Final Fantasy 16 Shadow dropped a whole new expansion during the ceremony. Oh, yeah. Echoes of Fallen is out now. Well, the second piece of downloadable content, The Rising Tide, comes out next year. God of War Ragnarok also announced free roguelike-inspired DLC, releasing it imminently on December 12th. Wow, that's in four days. Epic put out multiple announcement advertisements for the ever-widening Fortnite multiverse. These efforts include a new Lego mode and a racing focus on a racing focus spin on Rocket League. 2023 had not one but two hit fishing games. <laughs> That's crazy. So naturally, they're teaming up. Dredge was sailed into Dave, Dave the Diver's Waters in a free crossover that will also be lit out later this month. New trailers for the Black Myth Wukong. Yes, sir. And Team Ninjas Rise and Ronin. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for Black Myth Wukong. I've been seeing Afro Senju talk about it so fucking much. And I'm I'm a big Wukong fan. Like Monkey King Wukong, I'm a big fan. Journey to the West. I want to I haven't even fully read it. I need to I want to read it. Um and I'm I'm a fan mostly because of like all the other references, whether it's an anime, comics, all these other stuff to Wukong. So it's just Always built upon the allure. Shout out God of High School. Because that was really one, one that really bounced it. Um, not to mention a newly announced indie games. Including Pony Island 2. Panda Circus. By the maker of 2021's brilliant horror card game. Inscription Harmonium. The musical. Which follows a deaf child. As she signs her way through a world of animate musical instruments. And Big Walk from the studio behind a little scamp simulator. Untitled Goose Game. The complete list for nominees and winners are in bold. I'm only going to really talk about the winners. Game of the Year, Boulder's Gate 3. Best Game Direction, Alan Wake 2. Best Adaptation, The Last of Us, PlayStation Productions. Best Narrative, Alan Wake 2. Best Art Direction, Alan Wake 2. Wow. Best uh, Score Music, Final Fantasy 16. Best Audio Design, Hi-Fi Rush, which was a great, great audio like S game. I definitely recommend it to a lot of people. I don't know if it's out on every console though. It might be console locked. Um, where is this Xbox Series X and Game Pass in? Yeah, so PC. So yeah, I would definitely, definitely like emphasize people to play that. Neo Newborn, Boulder's Gate Three, best performances. Innovation and accessibility. Forza. Forza always does great in that. Forza Motorsport won that one though. Games for Impact. Tai Chi. Tai I've never seen it or heard of it actually. Best ongoing games. Cyberpunk 2077. I haven't really played Cyberpunk. I've heard so many great things from so many like different people about how this new DLC revitalized the game. This new DLC felt like what the game should have been at drop, in a sense, at least with like how polished and clean it was. Um, it actually even like improved like other like melee weapons, for example, made them a viable like thing. Best community support, Baldur's Gate 3. Best independent game, Sea of Stars. 
Best debut indie game, Cocoon. Best mobile game, Honkai Star Rails. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about that. Best VR, AR game, Resident Evil Village VR mode. Best action game, Armored Core 6, which I was playing on stream yesterday. Best action-adventure game, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which I gotta go through The Legend of Zelda games at some point, man. Who knows when. Burders Gate 3 as the best RPG, best fighting game, Street Fighter 6. Easy, easy, easy. I don't know how Mortal Kombat won the other one. I've been hearing even other stuff about Mortal Kombat, saying that it might be even worse in some cases, but I don't. I think it's still solid. Uh, best family game, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Best sim get and Sasha game, Pikmin 4. Which I actually, I would, I did like at release here, uh, uh, enough excitement for Pikmin, or at least when the trailer was coming out initially. I haven't heard too much about it afterwards. Best sports and racing game, Forza Motorsport, best multiplayer, um, Baldur's Gate 3, most anticipated game, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Player's Voice Award, Baldur's Gate 3, Critter, Content Creator of the Year, Iron Mouse, the VTuber that was mentioned earlier, best esports game, Valorant, I think Valorant's going to win consistently for a while. Um, best esports athlete, um, a League of Legends athlete, no, athlete known as Lee Sang-hyok. My fault, Lee Sang-hyok, uh, also known as Faker. Uh, best esports team, JD Gaming. I might stop around here. I'm basically done. Best esports event 2023 League of Legends World Championship. I'm not going to talk about the coach. Best esports coach is Dick Suck. It's definitely game for Dick Suck. But um, let's look at this Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Sparking Zero trailer, which is just Dragon Ball Tenka Easy Budokai. Let's see this gameplay trailer. Let me see how it reads slowly. And presented by Bandai Man. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, the graphics. Oh. Beam struggle, beam struggle, show me the beam struggle, nigga. No, 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 whoa, 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 You can't tell me, you cannot show me that combination and not show me the when I'm doing on the rope controllers, bro. These PS5 controllers not built like these PS2 controllers. These analog sticks are breaking. In those little, like, you know, um, the little, like, um, like, extension to the thumbsticks that, like, card players get and, like, other players get. To like ink, like ink, increase their aim. I'm getting them joined just for the rotation. All right, them zens, them zens that those 2K players have. I need a rotational zen. All right. Monkey. Sorry, sorry. Shouldn't I shouldn't have, bro? Even the story. Oh my. Oh. The grab. Dragon fist. Oh my gosh. Bro, 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 bro. It's like 
one of ones know that like there's been a mod community for the Tenkaichi Budokai joint forever. They've been like mixing up mods. Sometimes you just see them joints fighting, bro. As soon as it, you just be seeing them joints, bro. And they've been, oh, bro, this is just so beautiful to see in like real life, though. I'm hoping up and down, man, that they number one include a rollback netcode. It took Fighter Z until this year to finally get that. There are game, there are other fighting games that don't have that, which is like nasty. I don't like. I'm. I'd be well, willing to wait until 2025 if they like make this as polished as possible. Like if they actually are here to do it and are not here for a cash grab. Because I might pre-order this. I've been pre-ordering a game since Jump Force, and even then, I haven't been pre-ordering games that often. But this is this is beautiful. Man, just, and this is just a, a random story, bro. I'm, the last time I really played this game with somebody, it was like I, I was at like a lacrosse uh, party. It was like freshman year or something. I did an assistant coach's house. He had a PS2 set up. And he had Tenkaichi Budokai 3. So I'm on there. And I get waxed that first game. I won't even lie. A nigga did not remember how to play at all. Especially when you you gotta keep in mind, I've been I've been like grinding up Xenoverse, I've been grinding up all these other games at that time. I was on I was on I was moving to PC around that time. Like fully, fully moving to PC. Like getting ready to build my own PC. Or like and at least start thinking about it. So all that's happening, right? And I get my ass beat. And I'm like, all right, I'm petty. Next time I get on the sticks, I choose Team Gohan. Wipe the floor with anybody else, even when they try to use it. And then the freaking lacrosse coach comes in. And this nigga got to go and beat the 14-year-old. Starts waxing me with Team Gohan. All right, he also used Team Gohan. Waxed the fuck out of me. I got off the sticks real quick. Ended my day there for the most part. I, it was it was like the reason that niggas were on PS2 was because everybody else was hogging the other shits. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I think he had an X, he had the the newest Xbox console at that time, which is what the Xbox One. So he was playing. So he had the lacrosse game, like the KC whatever lacrosse game going on. It was like a lot of shit. But long past it. Is there is this wish listed now? All right, I just watched a whole lot of... Let me... I know what else was there from the Game Awards that um, I might want to see a trailer to. Did they drop the Final Fantasy Seven uh, Rebirth one? Final Fantasy is a great series that I wish, like, at least um, I knew a little bit more people that really played. I got to replay a lot of them. I, I was super young, really just watching my brother replay or play it. I didn't really play it that much myself. But, oh, they gave a theme song announcement. And that's still sexy. My nigga. I'm feeling every single bullet. Their ire manifests once more. Gosh, this looks beautiful. Do too. not underestimate this foe. Your foe? 
Oh, let's see that Black Myth Wukong trailer. What am I supposed to do? And then I'm probably going to wrap it up. Luck runs out, but mine doesn't. I'm the only one who gets a pass. Sometimes, I don't even know who I am. I forget things everyone else remembers just fine. And no things I've got no right knowing. Cloud, it's okay. You saved me before. Now it's my turn. Is it hey, yo. you? You, or is it the pooch? <laughs> <laughs> is it you, you, or is it the pooch? Hey, yo, leave my dog alone, bro. Leave my dog alone. <laughs> hey, yo, bro, leave my dog alone. I'm just messing with you. That there is our man. When fate sets us a challenge, we must rise to meet it. Are you ready to rumble? Oh, my gosh, bro. I loved the little freaking, like, cartoon fucking animals in fucking, in these, in these like, Korean... Asian games, bro. The 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 way they're always like I I fucking love those. Even in some early animes, like um, I don't even think Fairy Tale is really early. But you could uh, argue uh just the cats, Happy Carla, what's Godzilla's cat name, bro? I don't even remember. But he was one of the, Doug. I and this is what I always wish for Happy. I wish that man actually learned how to use the fire the flame sword. But that's another topic for another day that we might never get to. Is there anything I can do for you? I want to help. I, I hated seeing every other cat be useful for a fight, and Happy is literally just flying gear. And Sarah Admiral. Oh my god. Look at me, Barrett. You think I want Marlene to see what her father's become? Promise not to tell? When she wakes up, a scary man is going to kill her. Oh my gosh. Oh! Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's just only, let's just only key into the song real quick. All right. All that tension, all that suspense. All right. We're going to key into this. This song is going to be the out. Well, wait, wait, wait. We got to watch the Black Kid Myth Wukong joint. All right. And then we're out. All right. But this song, we, we might flip back to this song just to, hey. No promises to keep. Yeah, me too, Cloud. Me too, Cloud. Coming out a few butts. Oh my gosh. They gotta get breaded. <laughs> they gotta get breaded. Let's watch this Black Myth Wukong. New fucking trailer, bro. And official release date. My lord. My lord, oh lord. Damn. And then here's my nigga Afro Sedgy reacting to it, bro. 
Hey man, I fucking I love it here, man. I love it here. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it on my own, bro. But hey, hey. Yet fame still holds sway. Their glory fades through time in tunes of somber gray. You too. Oh my god, the journey to the west, the 1592 the Chinese fantasy west. novel. And look, look, I'm gonna say this now. Me and my I'm gonna talk about this some other time because I already know. Me and my guy have been reading Chinese fantasy novels for a minute now. They're great, bro. I definitely recommend those. It, I'll say that how it went is that we went from most of me and him mostly went from light novels to there. We had already started reading uh, Korean manhwas uh, or manhwas. I can I can never tell remember the difference because the other one is the Chinese version. But those are basically gra uh, Korean and Chinese graphic novels um, that are based off of usually books as well. Um, at least the first one for me was Girls of the Wild. Like that was the first one I really finished uh, for him. Tower of God kind of moved it. We both moved on to God of High School. And unordinary and stuff like that, but the destined one, the destined one who doesn't even know what he's destined for. Those old rascals, they surely know how to name. Tell me, is my kind destined for extermination? You're driven by glory, not destiny. So, this is the face of the destined one, it will fit me just as well. Bathed in blood, yet preaching peace. Oh, you immortals, pray enlighten me. What justifies your superiority? Oh my gosh, bro. Look how great this looks. Like, really just look how great this looks. And this is why I can never take people who are just like only single play or multiplayer games that seriously sometimes. Because it's like, I'm looking at how great some of these mul or single player games look and everything. And I'm just like, I can't understand it. I can't understand what your point is. Respectfully. I just can't. I can't agree with what your, what your synopsis is. watching though. Oh, 
sweet destiny. August 20th, 2024. Man, oh man. Confront Destiny. Black Myth Wukong. Man, oh fucking man. But alright, I want to say that's the podcast. I want to thank you guys all for listening in for today. And um, I'm just going, we're going to have to end it with that Final Fantasy song, bro. Alright, no wanderings today. We're just going to end it with this. Alright. Just beauty. So thanks for coming out. I won't say that it was fair. I won't say that it was destiny. But if not, what could it be that drew you towards me? Could it be? I'll catch y'all, man. Thank you we for coming out. We will never be. I'm begging you. Lend me your strength. Please, I'm begging you. That was the Just Talking Podcast.